everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 5th. Our, this is our 76th episode, and my name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hey, hello. What up, man? And uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, we, we weren't there last week. That's totally my fault. Technical issues. Um, but we're back this week. Uh, got a lot of news. Saw a lot of things. Um, and we'll get all into that, man. We got reviews of the Yin Yang. Um, and some surprising ones for me, too. Like, there's ones that I, I thought I'd come in here just ready to gush about. But I watched some other things where I actually enjoyed a little bit more. Um, or I, I shouldn't say I enjoyed a little bit more. But it just – it took me directions I didn't even think I was going to go. But um, we'll get into all that in a little bit. Um, how's your how's, – how's the last few weeks been, man? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Same old here. Yeah, yeah. Just – dude, it – Work has been insane these last two weeks, just absolutely brutal. I haven't I, – I, I had one day off I think in the last three weeks, like the full day off, and I went to Disney. <laughs> hey, that's that, well, there you go. That's not a bad way to spend a day off. No, no. Yeah, we went to Food and Wine Festival, and it was it was a blast. Spent way too much money. Uh, definitely regretted that part of it, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, – but yeah, other than that, man, I've just been playing Destiny, Warcraft, um, a little bit of my 3DS. I uh, I purchased um, Dragon Quest. I want to get into, but um, yeah, just kind of waiting for like we got what Mafia Three coming out. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. I, I've got everything cleared before VR. Like I, oh, that's okay. That's my next thing because didn't I, VR come out like today? No, oh, thirteenth, thirteenth, thirteenth though. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you what I did? What did you did? I pulled my order with that. Uh, I'm. I don't know. I. I want to get it, but not yet. Little gunshot on it. That's understandable. I've been. I've been going back and forth on that too. But I'm. I've been I'm... meaning to talk to you about it. Maybe we'll talk about it here because it's just. Uh, you know, it just doesn't seem. I don't know. I, I was first pumped. I was excited. And I mean, let's get into it. We, we got a lot of news, but let's get into it real fast. Uh, I. I was really into to getting this. When I played that Vive, man, it's it's the real deal, Holyfield. But I realized really fast that the PlayStation VR, or I, okay, I should say this, I haven't tried the PlayStation VR. But from what I understand from people who've done both, it's not the same. You're not in the room. You're not. It doesn't know where you're at. It doesn't know that level of detail. Um, so I'm just I'm cautious. I want to try it out. It's at Best Buy's, right? I, some of them, I think, yeah. I need to go try it out. I think if I went and tried it out this weekend, I'd, I'd probably – I mean, i sure I couldn't go and you know, I'm <laughs> snatch one up when it first comes out, but I'm sure I could get one in a few weeks. But um, I, I, I want to try it out because when I put on the Vive, it was the real deal. Yeah. I'm just curious how PlayStations is going to be. I, 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 I'm not sure. Because yeah. I know it's more like it's more about being limited. Like it's a spe- the, it's a difference between like the PlayStation VR is very games oriented, as right. opposed to to the other VRs that are a little more open to everything else. Right. Like it knew where I was at in the room. I had the shield. I had the sword. I just I don't know how PlayStation's VR is because I know I guess it knows where your um, the controllers are. I guess. It knows where your controllers are, but your head stays still in the world. I, I don't know. I, I, I really need to try it out. Yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, man, I just I, I, I got gun shy because I was like, there's a lot of other things I could put that towards uh, money wise. But, um, oh, man, it's just it was hard. I, I knew for a fact I wasn't going to get Neo or anything like that. I knew I was going to get the, the the VR headset over anything. So I don't know. Odds are it will come out. I will get like flustered and go out and buy it immediately the second I see it in the store. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, that's just what's going to happen. So it comes out next week? Yeah, uh, the 13th. Next, uh, what's that, next Friday? No, Thursday. Next Thursday. Oh, man, yeah. So, well, you got a few days to decide <laughs> to pull it or not. Yeah, if I could, because, I, like, none of the, that's the thing that sucks about, like, living where I am. There's nothing, like, none of that stuff comes around here. Right. The closest Best Buy is, like, 15 miles. But even then, like, it doesn't get any of that. It's like the AMC. The AMC, it's got, it, you know, it's got the IMAX and the whole deal, but it never gets any of the marathons or any of that stuff. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I, I you know, if, if it's anything like the Vive, then it's definitely worth it, especially because you already have the PlayStation. You know, I mean, I can't imagine someone going out there and going, okay, I need to get a computer for a Vive and a Vive because you're spending $1,500 easy. Oh, but at least. Yeah, yeah, at least. Um, So to, to, yeah exactly so so the, the playstation vr seems like the way to go um i just uh, i mean the batman title looks cool star wars but when it when it says like 20 minutes of of playtime, it's like that's not that's gonna suck yeah <laughs> or what is it two hours i'm sorry is two the, two and a half I think. two and a half hours uh, that's i mean that's cool but you want um i imagine that that one game where you're in that big thing running around I forgot what it's called um oh you're in like a mech suit oh uh rigs rigs that looks like it would be the one where you could sit and play play for a few hours and keep going back to it kind of like a call of duty or something um and the resident evil yeah i was just looking over the list and i was just like do i really early adopters always get screwed uh, i don't know i don't know i was on the fence hey hey, hey. but we'll see man we'll, we will see yeah <laughs> Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that one, I guess, when we get back into video games. But um, there's some big news right off the top. You go ahead and take it. Yeah, uh, Affleck decided to to drop a little uh, a little news about his upcoming Batman film, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just going to be called The Batman. Yep. And uh, I, I don't know. I thought that's cool. Like that's fine. That works. Um, yeah, as... I was never really a fan of the Batman whenever I heard it or, or saw it it always sounded weird to me um I mean I get it it's what like the thieves say oh look it's the Batman you know right um it just always came off weird to me yeah <laughs> but it, it makes sense for a title they they pretty much used almost everything else yeah like there wasn't there really wasn't anywhere else they could go with it yeah oh yeah what if they called it like the long Halloween or something I'd be like oh shit <laughs> but uh no. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, the, the Batman, that sounds that sounds right. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, and we talked about last week about uh, who was going to be in it and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, we covered that a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, go ahead and take the next one as well. Yeah. Uh, Winston Duke from Person of Interest uh, was cast as M'Baku in the uh, Black Panther film. And he is kind of like a a, a rival – of sorts mm-hmm. for T'Challa. It's a, uh, it, 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 it's not a, at least the way that I remember it. Now this may have all changed. Um, it's, it's not, it's an adversarial 
kind of relationship, but it's not like hero villain kind of thing. Right, right. And he was the one with like the big like silver gorilla like outfit, right? I yeah, I, yeah. if memory serves. Every every picture that I saw him in when it was announced was that. And I remember <laughs> seeing him in the comic a few times. Yeah. And that stood out. Um so that's going to be cool. Um yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, we got some Thor Ragnarok news. Uh, Sam Neill joins the film as an unannounced role. Of course, he's probably going to be what taking on dinosaurs. You think? I yeah, right. I hope. I I just <laughs> hope they just pulled that Grant character and put him in the film, and that's it. <laughs> I, well, you know, somebody has to wrangle that giant thing that was running around the Earth at the end of the Dark World. Like exactly. Who, who better to be like? No, no, no. It's headed this way. Like, Oh yeah, man. It, it's a. Sh- I know we got. It. We we only seen him in what two films. I wish, like, I wish he had his own Netflix series <laughs> as Doctor Grant. Um, I, I thought he was such a cool character. Um, and I know he's been. I know Sam Neill's been known for a million other things, but I think he'll always be Grant. It's in it's indelible. Eye. Yeah, it's just it's it's kind of like Jeff Goldblum in that he's always going to be that guy. Not just Malcolm, oh. but even his Independence Day character was kind of the same thing. Yeah, oh, definitely. I saw that. I saw the newer one. It was terrible. It, yeah, it was. Everyone was pretty much right. <laughs> I, I, I tried to give it the benefit of the doubt, and I was like, no, this is... It's it's like a six-year-old got a bunch of toys and, and like, played with the toys, and, like, that was it. Yeah. Like, made up, like, oh, and here's what happens next. And it's like, well, what happens in the end? And then, you know, it's like, well, what's next? Well, then they have to go fight the aliens in space, right? But we mm-hmm. don't have those toys. Oh, yeah. The end. <laughs> like, that was, that was, the, I, uh, it was, and that's, that's all it was. It was, like, all about merchandising. It was like, we can sell so many toys based on this stuff. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was bad. You know what's really weird? What? Um, and this is this is this total side topic here. This is how weird Google is. You know, we were talking about the Batman earlier, right? I went in Google. I searched the Batman to kind of see the picture or whatnot, and it knows my recent purchases on the PlayStation Network. Okay. How weird is that? It has it... a picture of me, and it says Batman: The Tall Tale Series, Episode One. Huh. The Realm of Shadows. <laughs> how? And then I click on it, and it says my order from September twenty second, two thousand sixteen. Well, if you do buy, if you buy it through the browser, then sure, why not? I definitely did not buy it through the browser. That is weird. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't even know what to think about that. How, is it a lot? Is it signed on to my Google account? What the hell is going? How does it know that? It's so weird. Okay, Go- I'm Go- sorry. We'll get back on topic. Go- Google knows everything. Honestly, that is seriously creepy. That is honestly one of the creepiest things I've seen from Google. I mean, I don't. I have nothing to hide. I like Batman, but that's really weird. Um, oh, you know what? It, it's linked to my Gmail account. So every time I get, uh, I make a purchase, it sends me an email. So because I'm on Google and it's signed into my Google account, it's saying my recent recent purchases. Oh, sure. There you go. That's what that's my rationale to that. <laughs> oh my god, that's weird. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, some Mark Miller news. I thought this was interesting. Um, it's got to be Superior, right? Yeah. Did they did they officially announce it? Well, I think that was the uh, that was the intent. Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, he requested that John Cena for the film based on the comic series? And you know he's going to take that. Of course he is. 
Yeah, and now I preface this by saying I haven't seen Trainwreck, but I've heard about his apparently just tremendous oh. performance. Oh yeah, he's just ridiculous. But but going by everything, like if that's not the kind of character he plays, then it, it, it's going to be awful. John John can't act. His serious stuff is terrible, or his attempted serious stuff is just awful. But I mean, I haven't read Superior, but if if Superior, from what I understand, it's kind of like a, a serious take on um, like Shazam or Superman. And so if he is trying to be the blue-eyed Boy Scout, tough guy, doesn't do anything wrong, that kind of thing, Cena, that's what he is. He is the and that's uh, why architect. The, or what, what, do they, what do they call him? The, uh, what was his original gimmick? The prototype. The prototype. It's, it's, that's exactly what it is. Right, and uh, that's why the crowd has started singing John Cena sucks at the beginning to go with his music. Like. Right, right, but I mean, he's been playing that role for how many years now? I, I could see it. I, I don't think he's that good of an actor, and I mean, I don't know if it's a comedic role, but yeah, man, train wreck. Like, go, go YouTube the scene where he's he's in the movie theater trying to insult the guy, and the guy can't tell if he's trying to hit on him or not. He's like, <laughs> "What did you just ask me to do to you?" <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. His girlfriend's like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> like, he just, I don't know. It's it's hilarious. Um, man, it's, it's, he's funny in that, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, that's interesting. Definitely interesting for Mark Miller. Um, yeah. Uh, we got some Lion King news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, John Farrow, um, announced <laughs> involvement in live action remake. So, um, yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about that. We knew that was somewhere down the line. Right. Uh, I, st- I still say it's not before 2020. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Um, Speaking of, though, we did hear that uh, Disney announced a live-action remake of Mulan coming November 2nd, 2018, written by uh, Rick Jaffe, Jaffa, and Amanda Silver, uh, which is the Apes reboots in Jurassic World. So That's an interesting pair to be writing that script. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I just want the music in these movies yeah right if they don't sing who cares like, yeah I mean I saw a teaser trailer for um, Beauty and the Beast they gotta sing I want them to sing if they don't sing I'm gonna be really disappointed like it, was... it's such a it's such a cock tease going watching those when I saw when I saw Jungle Book I'm like come on sing the bare necessities don't just tease me um they, they got to right like I I mean yeah like that's Look, what petition do we get assigned? I yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just so I mean, but the, I mean, if, I, I'm sure they're already written and everything else. But um, I mean, I don't know what to say. Get, tweet them. Let them know you want to hear the music in the movies. Um, it's 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 not that silly, you know. Like it's it, it's we already have talking animals, you know. At this point, right? Uh, they're, and they're part of it. That's the exactly. thing. These these songs weren't just you know this. These movies are part musical. Oh yeah, and no that's... one's gonna go in the Lion King and gonna go, you know. Oh man, that was really cringeworthy when the, the when the hyena started singing. No, no one's gonna do that. Why, They're all why... gonna wait for it. Right? Why is this talking meerkat singing? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, did you hear the first part of that sentence? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it should happen. Uh... Definitely should have the singing. Um, same with Mulan too. Mulan's got some fantastic songs. 
There's so. if I'm I'm sorry if 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 it does not have if it does not have the song I don't want to hear it I don't I oh, don't yeah. want anything to do with that movie and I want I, my this was one of my favorite things that I ever saw on the internet was years ago when they were when Disney was starting live action remakes somebody made a joke that when they make a live action Mulan they want Eddie Murphy to play Mushu. But not to be like a CGI dragon, but just like Eddie Murphy in one of those long dragon costumes. Oh, wow. That would be great. And I'm like, that's that's hysterical. I love it. That's brilliant. Yeah, that, that would be fantastic. Um, I mean, look, he did The Adventures of Pluto Nash. He, he, has, he clearly has no standards, so he'd do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, well, isn't your boy? He's going to be in Mary Poppins, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, they they gotta had, just put him on these. He's gotta be on the Lion King. They gotta attach him to that somehow. I, yeah, right. Oh man, could you imagine Lin just doing like all of a sudden he's he's the new, it, like uh oh what's his name? What's his name? Alan? Is it Alan Menken? I don't know. Who used to do like a lot of it? Like he was he was attached to like all the Disney music. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Imagine, yeah. it, it, imagine Lin being that for for the for this. Like for like, okay, well, back then you had this, and now you have now you have this. Yeah, that's oh man, that would be awesome. That would be great. It would be good. It definitely would. Because um, yeah, he's man. doing uh, he's doing music for Moana too. Is he doing it for Moana as well? For uh, Moana, for the new animated one. Oh, Moana! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him in like the rocks thing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I saw him in a few different things. Yeah, it was like his Instagram or something like that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, like he had a takeover for a day, I think. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um, man, he's just the rocks all over the place. I is there, I just I'm telling you what, man. Yeah, I think that guy does not sleep. Um, well, when, when you're, you know, like the there is an undeniable charisma that he brings to to whatever the role is. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, he, you know, say what you will about Doom, but like he, he, he worked the hell out of that film. That's true. That's absolutely true. Um, when do you think we'll see him next in the ring? WrestleMania. Man, I, uh, I, I am okay with with never. Um, well, you, you know, know, he is going to. I'm not. I, yeah, probably not until Mania, though. Like yeah, I, he's got to be way too busy until then. Yeah, and and don't don't wrestle anymore, Rock. No, well he like he doesn't really. He just comes out. He rock bottoms people, does the elbow, and you know says the catch line, and he goofs around with some people. He did that with the Wyatts one year. Did that with what New Day? Well, I mean he he came out and grabbed one of the and grabbed was it was it Bray I think yeah. and, and rock bottomed him and but it was like it was a match. That was, oh, and was that was yeah, and that was the match. Like it was impromptu. He was like, "Oh yeah," and by the way, and like tore off his tearaway sweatpants, and he was like, "I came to compete," and he rock bottomed, uh, and he rock bottomed uh, 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 Rowan, Eric Rowan, and, right, uh, right. and and then pinned him, and they and they made a whole big deal about that. And in thirteen seconds, the Rock has beaten, and I was and I was like, "Oh yeah," because the Wyatt family isn't buried enough. Thanks, Dwayne. Appreciate it. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Absolutely. Like come out and do some promo work, and that's you know that's great, that's fine. But you know, right. I mean, they they you know, he screwed well, CM Punk one year. Then you know, I mean, just like after that, I was like, okay, just don't don't get in the don't wrestle anymore unless right. you're going to commit to it. 
I think what he did in San Francisco was pretty cool. He yeah. came out with uh, what's her name, and fought like Stephanie for a second, and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here what other news we got. We got some portal news. Uh, J.J. Abrams announced uh, says announcement about f- uh, film based on Valve's game is coming fairly soon. <clears throat> so we should hear something shortly about uh, Portal. So probably cool. probably next couple of weeks, I'd imagine. Yeah. They say something like fairly soon. I, you know, I never really played Portal. Uh, played a, like a few little things, but I never actually played the game. Play the uh, play the second one. The second. I, I don't know how though. I I don't have a system that. I mean, I guess I can do it on the PC, you, right? Yeah, PC. Yeah. Yeah. I need a new PC. This one's just acting up. I mm. definitely. Oof, oof, I need to get a new one. It's just another thing. And I'm sure Portal Two is is backwards compatible for for uh, Xbox One. Because it was oh, a, okay. or was it? Yeah, was it? No, it was a damn. Because I can't remember if it was exclusive or not. It may have been exclusive on on PlayStation. I'll probably or, do it on <clears throat> on the computer. I, I need a new computer. That's that's by December. I'll have a new a new computer so saving up for that um which should be fun i mean i can't wait to thing is i only play warcraft on it so <laughs> all my friends play playstation so i need i need to meet more people that play pc so because i love pc games i could sit and play warcraft and have something on the tv it's it's a lot less i don't know you don't have to pay 110 percent to your those right. kind of games where you do with like first person shooters on playstation stuff so yeah, I don't. But then again, Battlefront and all that stuff would be. I'm much better on PC playing those than than on console. So there you go. And yeah, I don't know. It, we'll see. And it it wasn't a, an exclusive, so it is on everything. Oh, and it's okay. it's got to be backwards compatible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it ha, it has to be one of those. So I mean, that's a way to that's a way to 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 do it. That's true. That's true. Did you get the email from um, the creators of South Park? Oh, about the delay. Yeah, you can opt in to get your money back. Yeah, uh, or wait until March or something like that. So if there was something you wanted to, so if you pre-ordered the uh, South Park hole, what is it? The fractured butthole. Fractured butthole. Yeah, um, you can because it's now go what like four four months delay now. March. Yeah, March thirty first is the oh, the it's date. Almost like yeah. five. So, so they basically said, hey, you can opt in to. Uh, to get you get your refund and they refund your money, or you can wait it out. Um, so if you're looking to get something, you know this this holiday and you know things are tight, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see. Um, can't wait for that game, man. The, the first one was freaking amazing. Yeah, I, I went ahead and just said, nah, just I've already paid for it. Keep the money. Like I'll, right. I I've already committed to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No doubt. No doubt. Um, just figured I'd throw that out there in the ether in case anyone, you know, was like, you know what? I love that game, but stuff's tight. You know, you could, oh, you could just go, you know, that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool that they did that. I thought, um, but, uh, let's see here. What else we got? Power Rangers, Bill Hader cast as alpha five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Hey, I, I can totally see that. Sure. Why not? What is he? The I, 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 right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got some Hot Wheel news. Justin Lin to direct film based on Tiny Cars. Yeah, because they said, "Hey, this guy's doing good on Fast and Furious. Let's have him do Hot Wheels." I wonder if that is the 
<clears throat> the movie that Max Landis was talking about when he said Wheels. Uh, maybe. Didn't he? Oh, no, it was Cars. Cars, yeah. That's right, it was Cars. I wonder if that... <laughs> Probably not. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I Look, look I, I think that's going to wind up being like Need for Speed, where it's just like, oh, hey, this is a thing that has to do with Cars, so... Mm-hmm. We're going to make a movie about, you know, we're going to make a Fast and Furious knockoff and then stick the name on it, basically. What if, and I mean, this would actually make me a little bit more excited, is if they just said, fuck it, let's make a movie about racing and it's these crazy tracks. I Dude, like, I'm all for it. Like gravity defining tracks, um, that would be way more interesting. And it'd be cheesy; people would make fun of it. But I, I'd much rather see that than a fucking lame ass whatever the hell you. What was the movie called again? What Need for Speed? Need for Speed. That's right. That's it, right. I it, thought it had a yeah. The Need for Speed one that was terrible. It was. Um, it was awful. Yeah. So I would much rather like them, kind of dig into the. I would love for them to be like here's or or just you know make it just stunt racing. I'm okay with that. Like, even if yeah. they're not, like, you know, I'm okay with them going halfway on it. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. That's what Fast and the Furious is. It's, none of it's realistic. Well, but, but I mean. entertaining. I, I, yeah, true, true. I, I mean, when they're jumping from, you know, what was that? What was that one where they were on different sides of the, the highway and he jumps to catch her to land on the windshield? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they bait. when I saw that, I was like. This is superheroes. This is superheroes for car people. Basically. But, I mean, that that was more, you know, oh, hey, this is, you know, this is, is more about the action. Oh, and it has to happens to have cool cars. Like, right. I, you know, I wanted to be like, oh, and they do, like, stunt jumps with the cars and everything. Right, right. Like yeah, that, that would be totally cool. Yeah. Like, I, I'm all right. I would rather have that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So if they do that, then I am on board. Drive through building, just like the last Fast and Furious. They, they flew from building to building. <laughs> just cars, get weird. Cars with can't it. fly, yeah. Dom. Cars can't fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, totally, totally, totally. Um, what? We got a McRuber sequel? Man, screw this. Uh, so, so, <laughs> the guy who directed and wrote the the McGruber movie is is vowing to unleash the plague of a sequel on the world because he hates humanity apparently this look this movie was awful this this was was probably the second worst snl skit to movie ever and it's just because whichever the one is that i can't remember off the top of my head just set this ridiculous bar that that should never be reached what's a good snl one wayne's world Wayne's World. Okay, I'll give you that one. What about Night at the Roxbury? Uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's watchable. Yeah. And then there was one that I just didn't like was when she was in like Catholic school girl or something like that, or she was a nun. Oh, Superstar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was terrible. It had its moments with Will Ferrell and stuff, but. Mm. Speaking of these kind of movies, one that you should really watch, and I'm curious if you would like it, because I started watching it, and I was like, this looks dumb as shit. Ten minutes into it, I'm like, I'm not feeling this at all. About halfway through the film, I was like, I don't know if this is the best thing I've seen all year, <laughs> or if it's just really terrible. But Pop Star never stopped par- uh, stopping. I hated that movie. 
You hated it? I absolutely hated it. I thought it was hilarious. Once I once I got into it, I was like, this is hysterical. <laughs> like uh, the, it was, just the way they riff on pop stars is so perfect. I It was like somebody said, hey, we need to make a less serious version of Walk Hard. And and that was like, I, I get what they were going for. I get what they were going for, and I respect the angle that they took with it. But just like, I... I, man. Tim Meadows when when what's her face drops the n word and he goes oh you just said that okay yeah. like we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen yeah. <laughs> just a li- like their their comedic timing in that movie is just it's it's so good um uh, yeah I, I imagine that you either hate that movie or you love yeah really- there there's no gray area that's for sure <laughs> and I normally don't like those kind of films I actually stay away from them because I don't like spoof type of films but. Man, it just I, I like I said at the beginning of it, I was like not feeling it, and then yeah. towards that, I was like okay. <laughs> but hey, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get in more into movies. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we're right in the middle of movie news. Um, we got uh, some John Wick news. Sequel gets poster featuring Keanu Reeves in tailored suit. I didn't see this. Yeah. I mean, it's just him in a really nice suit, and there's, like, some guy measuring him. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but, you know, hey, I'll take any any news on this. I, I'm excited about this. Yeah, yeah. He was really good yeah. in the first one. Um, Valiant, Sony changes release schedule. will release uh, Harbinger before Bloodshot. Yeah, I'm just waiting on any news about this stuff other than, hey, we're making these movies eventually. Like, yeah, I mean, this we we've heard of the same thing about what um, Uncharted for what how many years now? Right, and, and until they took it off the schedule. Exactly. Um, Firewatch, um, uh, good universe to produce film based on, or good universe to produce film based on Campo Santo video game. Um, I Have you played the game? You played I, it, right? I have not played Firewatch, but it does look really interesting. Firewatch, if it's for five bucks, definitely get it. I think I bought it for 20. Um, and I don't feel like I was gypped at all because I enjoyed it. I feel like I would have rather watched a 30-minute movie, though, uh, a little short. If, like, someone said, hey, here's this cool little thing you should watch. It's interesting. I would have watched it and been like, oh, that was interesting. Um, but $20 for the game, I just – I felt – I don't know. You just play it. I know you're going to play it, so I don't want to spoil anything. But by the end of it, I was just like, what did we accomplish? Right. Yeah. What did, what did we um, – I don't know. It just it, – it, I know it tried to give a message and it tried to do this. It tried to do that. It tried to make you all – you know, it tried to make you feel things. <clears throat> and it did at some points. Like there was some interesting things, but when I looked back, I was just like, "What was that?" <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it, it's good though. <clears throat> so I could totally see it being a movie. Um, it was just. I mean, I don't know if I'd enjoy it because I know exactly what's going to happen. And once you know that, you're kind of like, okay. Um, all right. So yeah, we got uh, Paramount uh, Studio delays. Uh, rings to February 3rd, 2017 on Friday the 13th uh, to – and Friday the 13th um, to October 13th, uh, 2017. So by rings, is that the um... – That's that's the it, – <laughs> it's the sequel slash prequel in the ring series. Oh, God. Because it's like, oh, hey, they're calling it a prequel – because it's based on the videotape as found on the internet. Because, as we all know, the internet predates 
VHS tapes. Um, <sighs> like I don't, I, I, I don't know. I see. I, I'm more excited about Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know why, just because it has more. Well, it's I don't know. it's been a while since the last one, and the last one was actually not bad. I like, liked it, it. It wasn't it wasn't tremendous, but it was like, oh, okay, they're doing like like it was kind of generic, but that wasn't awful. I just um, I feel like I feel like Friday the Thirteenth is classic. Where I don't know if the Ring is ever going to be considered a classic. No, I mean it'll have its following, but like that's. The the thing is like that's gonna always suffer from oh well the Japanese version's better. Like, I feel like Friday the Thirteenth was a part of something that defined that genre. Yes, right. Um, uh, you know, and I don't think The Ring is anything like that. I mean, I even give Paranormal Activity more credit to defining a genre than The Ring. Well, if that makes sense. I, uh, like it, the found footage, like that, and and well, and, but that started with Blair Witch. I, that's what I'm saying. That and Blair Witch. I would. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying Friday the Thirteenth is the only one. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth and like what Freddy defined that. Well, just like I, I think. Yeah, like the big the slasher right. film boom in the eighties. You know, you had. Right. You know, it was it was Jason Michael and Freddy. Right. Where I think you know the the found footage is you know the Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch. Those are the two kings that defines that. Everything else is kind of tried to copy it and right. failed even though they um, were like the thing that that cracks me up about that is like they're over a decade apart yeah, well, that's true <laughs> yeah you didn't see well after blair witch you only saw a few things but it's just nothing it, sat it, right until it, it really died off because even the sequel when they did book of shadows went to a, a standard like it, it completely ditched the whole found footage thing if i remember I, right i liked that one because it kind of reminded me of like scream because it was like who's doing this Right, you know, um, if I remember it correctly, that's another one. Scream's another one. Scream is always going to be a classic to me. Well, because that was the one that said, "Okay, all the stuff that came before was great, but man, did it overstay its welcome." So how can mm. we lampoon all that while still paying homage to that, while still moving the genre forward? Yeah, and that's and that was boy, was that a tightrope to walk? And I think and I think they killed it. Scream's probably one of my favorite, if if I have to say it. I mean, Friday the 13th just has a special place because I was a child when yeah. it came out. So it, it, I was at the perfect age where that scared the shit out of me, where, you know, my parents were like, oh, this is kind of fun, whatever. But me, I was like, I, I go I go camping with my parents all the time. That could happen. There could be a guy that with the machete could kill everybody and end our life. So, but yeah, so that was scary. Um, but Scream, I was at the, per- we were at the perfect age too. We were teenagers. Yeah. When that came out and that's that it was we were just right there like, you know, people talk about being the perfect age for Star Wars and stuff. I think we were perfect for Jurassic Park. We were perfect for the Disney boom. We were perfect for Scream. Like we were just the perfect age for all those films. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I don't know. I I, I definitely want to see a new Friday the 13th. Yeah, man. It's been years since that last one. It's been it's been what? Three at least. No, I thought it was much longer. It could, it could have been. Yeah, damn, you're right. It's got to have been five. Two thousand and nine. Seven years. Holy crap! And it'll be eight by the time the new one rolls around. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know what I was doing in two thousand and nine. Jesus. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. The uh, the game comes out supposedly this year. I think they're. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw people getting all upset about that, and I'm like, come on, it's like Mortal Kombat. What? The violence in it. 
Oh, yeah, big deal. It's supposed to be violent. Like, it's it's a Friday the 13th game. The whole, like, half of the selling point is like, okay, on the one side, you have, you play as counselors running away from Jason. Check. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he kills you, it's going to be nasty. Check. Right. Like, that's, you know, what... I think it's because it's it's campers, so people are like it's we're Mortal Kombat. It's like these crazy fighter things. So I mean, I get. Here's the thing: if it if it upsets you, the trailer, don't go play it at all. But if it's something you're into, it's there. Have fun. Right. Uh, what, what would be really cool is if it was VR. They, that would get weird. <laughs> they have discussed it. That would. Be I cool. know there have been because I, I I follow a lot of the the devs and everything from. Uh, from there, because I, because I, I, I was when I saw that on Kickstarter, I was like, all right, I want in, and like I've seen a lot of the dev videos and everything, and there's been there has been discussion of VR. They want to get it made and out first, because this whole project started long before, because it was uh, what was it? It was just called Summer Camp when it started, and then they got the blessing to be like, no, you know what? Make it a Friday the Thirteenth game, and they were like, okay. Uh, crap. So now we have to take this, what was going to be like this really, pun intended, campy kind of homage to Friday the 13th and actually make a good Friday the 13th game. And, you know, this was all in the works and they were, were, were all pretty, like, this was far along and then they were like, oh, in VR. And they were like, oh yeah, that would have been cool if we'd known about that like four years ago. Yeah, man. And uh, we got some more news here. We got uh, Tremors in the news. Michael Gross confirms Tremors 6, uh, and he and Jamie Kennedy will star Don Michael Paul to direct. Yay, more Tremors. <laughs> I didn't know there were six of them. Yeah, I, I love that like five was was genuinely a return to form of like, oh hey, it's it is supposed to be kind of a horror film, but it's, you know, it's like mainly a comedy film. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, the characters are kind of kooky and the creatures look really weird. But there is a little bit of horror to it. <laughs> and I and I like it. And they don't take it seriously. And you could tell. And I love that. They're like, look, this is the fifth Tremors movie. We know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I... Oh, Jamie Kennedy's in it. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, I guess they were in the fifth one. Both of them. I think think he was in the fifth one yeah it shows jamie kennedy and michael gross okay oh yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. it's been a while since i've seen it and he doesn't look jamie doesn't look like he used to no not at all it's completely different yep so another trimmers movie there you go (laughs) all right um well that's enough for the movie news we're gonna move on to television um we got some Stephen Amell news. He tweets pictures of himself and Supergirl in costume. Four show crossover villain announced as the Dominators. Yeah, they were an '80s alien race. It's yeah, a, I saw it, that. It's a weird pull. Like I know, I admit, I know nothing about these things. It reminds me of the alien race from um, Marvel, but like, what were they called? Which with the teeth. The Brood? The Brood. Uh, yeah. From Marvel, not... not um. Uh, right, not, not Gangrel. The and, WWE. And <laughs> uh, yeah, it reminded me of The Brood. They're kind of, they look like insects with giant teeth. Okay. And when I Googled the Dominators, and I looked at DC Comics, they have giant teeth. Um, I don't know, it just reminded me of it. 
Um, and but I guess there was also a, I guess a Doctor Who, the Dominators. I'm sure it was a wrestling group too as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Um, makes sense. I mean, it gets very timey wimey and four show crossover. That's going to be one hell of a week. Right. Oh, that's gonna be cool. Um, and we got some Dark Tower news. Um, TV series tie into the center around the fourth book. Wizards, I'm sorry, Wizard and Glass, will include Idris Elba and some form of narrator. Yeah, apparently, because apparently this book is more like flashbacks and prequely. Okay. Uh, we, I know we haven't gotten that far yet. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. I mean, that makes sense. That's cool. Um, I love that they're tying in with a book series to a movie. Like, that's just awesome. Right. And um, if if they were gonna do one as a TV series, this would be the one to do. Yeah. Definitely. 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 So I'll be looking forward to that. Um, got some Iron Fist news. Uh, the next Marvel Netflix series to premiere on March seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. That that checks. It's about right. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put that at the end of. Luke Cage? Oh, was there not a? Because I I haven't gotten the whole way through yet. Oh, you haven't seen it all yet? No, I've got the first half. I got through oh, the first okay. six. So I was disappointed not seeing that because it was like with Jessica Jones, you saw Luke Cage, right? Daredevil, you saw like a hint at Jessica Jones, I think. Um, Jessica Jones, you saw a hint at Daredevil too. So I I just thought that was odd. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you should probably just stop where you're at with Luke Cage. Really? Yeah, I liked about the first half. I did not like the second half. Uh, it just We'll talk about that later. And I won't, of course, spoil anything, but I thought the first half was fantastic, and then it should have stopped there. It was like, it was just like Daredevil Season 2, where they did The Punisher and then Elektra. But imagine if Elektra just doesn't hit at all. You're like, oh, God, we should probably just ended it with The Punisher. Uh, that's how I felt about this. Huh. Um, yeah, this the second part just didn't... I was like, oh, no, it's getting weird. Well, because uh, I imagine, yeah. like, the second part is, is you know, there's obviously the villain for, for the first part, but then the whole time you're like, oh, but he has a boss. Right, right, right. Yeah, what happens after that is just, it's all silly to me. It's not, huh. I, I, I really liked what happened in the first part of the season. In the second part, I was just like, this kind of, I was watching it, I was having fun, it was good. I liked the setting, I like just the story, but... It gets it gets long in the tooth, very long in the tooth. Um, it, it normally Netflix shows don't outstay their welcome. Uh, I mean, I, I felt kind of Jessica Jones. I thought could have been cleaned up by like two or three episodes. They could have done away with. I think Luke Cage would have been perfect at uh, anywhere between seven to ten episodes. But there's like three or four between. I don't know seven and I don't know. It just it's a little too long. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, we'll get into all that later. Um, uh, the Punisher, speaking of, production begins on Marvel Netflix series. So I guess they started the production. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there were some – I don't know. There were set photos I think or something that, that were – I think they were leaked. Cool, cool, cool. I want to check that out. Um, Mystery Science Theater 3000 production begins on new season of Cult Show. So I bet you're excited. I, I am super excited. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Now, when's that supposed to come out? Oh, I don't know if they have a it's it's some point next year. Some point like, next year. I I, I forget if they're shooting for I I don't know. I just know they're like we're making it and it's coming to Netflix. I don't know 
I want to say they're aiming for like summer of next year, but I may be I I may just be making that up. I don't know. You were a backer, right? You're going to What are you going to get for it? Um what do we get like the digital? We get like some kind of uh I f- I forget exactly. But there's it's like digital there there's something there's like a difference between the Netflix episodes and the digital download episodes. Or maybe wow. it's just that we get them to download. Uh, but there was some other stuff, too. It was like, that was like the base perk. And then it was like, and then moving on. Gotcha. Because gotcha. uh, they didn't have that deal with Netflix. It was going to be kind of like a VOD thing. Mm-hmm. And then they got the pickup with Netflix. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get more into some TV news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we got some more TV news. Um, got some strain news. Some strange, just kidding. No, some uh, the strain <laughs> news. Um, FX announces show will end after season four. Yeah, because it was based on it's based on a three book series, and they kind of told the story like one book per season, and then and then Del Toro and whoever it is he's working with. We're like, you know what? We kind of need one more to really wrap this up. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Hey, that's that's kind of perfect. Don't outlay. Don't outdo your welcome. Um, I never got into it. I watched the first few episodes and I was like, this isn't for me. Yeah, I was the same way. I was like, this. I was like, I don't know. Like, there's some cool stuff here, but like, I just, I don't know. It just didn't grab me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what we do in the shadows TV series spinoff titled Paranormal Response Unit currently in development. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? Is if it has the same uh, comedy, I'm totally in. Right. Give me, give me the office, but with that, I, I'm just, I'm down. Yeah. I, I just, I wonder how it'll tie into the sequel that they're doing. Well, it, I mean, I imagine we'll just see more than, more than uh, vampires. We're gonna see a whole smorgasbord of weird things, and it, this is gonna be the response unit. Like, think about it. Think about. Uh, a paranormal response unit, like kind of, I'm thinking like a mer- like ER, like being sent out, and you're following them with the camera, and they're, and they're like, we're the only people that will deal with these kind of people, right? You know, we're, you know, we we deal with the weird. We gotta go, and it's, and it, you know, we gotta go help. I don't know a vampire because they have a cold or something like <laughs> like i just imagine them being sent out to do ridiculous stuff with paranormal people um and it's just a comedy i i totally want that and you deal with the werewolves and the like it's just that's gonna be great i think that's gonna be fantastic in the paranormal justice system there are two yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i just i i see total normal no well yeah no i just i see a total normal like jim character like his first day on the job, you know, and he's following a guy who's like, yep, I've been helping them out for years. You know, uh, I just, I, that's going to be great. Um, let's see here. Um, we got the purge deals, um, currently in the works for a TV show based on the film franchise. Come on. I, I don't, purge is out today. welcome with me. Honestly. I, like the, the last one was good and it was like, end and the end, like yeah, I was good. Would... I was good with three being – I was good with election year just being like, and we're done. Yeah. I mean, isn't – doesn't that how kind of how it ends? It's like, uh, this is really bad. We should probably stop doing this. Right. It's like, okay, you know, the first one was kind of neat, and then the second one – I like the second one more. And then the third one, they were like, okay, now let's finish off the story. 
Right. I think they're going to, if they do this, it would be like a prequel. And it'd be like the years before those where like just bad shit happens and you tell different stories. Um, I don't know. I don't like those movies. It's just, it, you have to, I guess you have to be in some weird mindset to want to watch them. I'm never in that mindset though. I'm, I'm never like, let's watch the purge. I don't know. It's just not... eh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, we got a Lost in Spate reboot of the 1960 show uh, coming to Netflix in 2018. Uh, yeah, uh, because why not? Um, yeah, I man, just... Netflix is killing it. I, why why not? I don't uh, yeah, exactly. especially on Netflix, I give them that. Yeah, dude, I this this is what I've learned this weekend. I've watched some crazy good things on Netflix that I just I didn't even know existed, and I was like, oh shit, that was really good. Um, um, let's see here. We got um, class Doctor Who um, uh, spinoff to premiere on October twenty second. That was the one when they were in the class, right? Yeah, yeah. With the uh, forgot what it was called, but yeah, I, I remember talking about that before. <laughs> uh, this one was a little bit of sad news. Anime. Uh, I'm sorry, not anime. Adventure Time. Um, Cartoon Network announces the show will end in two thousand eighteen. I, this is a sad bit of news for people who watch that show. That's, you know, that I'm surprised they're honestly shutting it down um, because that show just it was such a cultural phenomenon. Like you can't go to a convention and someone not dressed up as Finn True. You know, um, or any of the characters uh, like the, all the candy characters, the princess, uh, you know, Jake, um, like man you know that was just it's crazy um i was watching a let's play of the guys that kind of funny do uh the lego worlds oh man it's a shame that you didn't jump on that one the lego one yeah because they're do you know he's playing um harry potter in the adventure time world with the guys from the goonies you know <laughs> with snape and stuff and then suddenly something <laughs> pops up and it's the 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 fantastical beast thing and it says like it's unlocking and you know however like a month or so whenever their pack comes out and i was just like fuck man logan would love this you could play a sonic and like it is so balls out there and every world feels unique like adventure time looks like a cartoon you're in the cartoon lego world and then when they go into harry potter it feels like harry potter uh when they go into sonic it's sonic the hedgehog <laughs> you know um it was just funny it, nice. i don't know yeah, and it like Sonic made a joke. He was like, well, "I remember that one time we went to go get the princess." Oh, wrong character. Oh, <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. So I don't know, man. When I saw that, I was like, "Man, Logan should have bet on that race." Yeah, but, yeah. I definitely picked the wrong horse there, but you yeah. Know. But you you should probably saved a ton of money though, because holy shit, that's like twenty bucks a pack. Yeah, I I would have fallen down that rabbit hole pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, man, it's a shame. Adventure Time. I've only seen like the first two, two or three seasons, and um, you know, it, it, it. I don't know. I just didn't keep up with it. But it's funny. It, that's one of those things. Like, if I was sitting and it's raining outside, and I don't want to play any video games, and I turn on the TV, and that's on Cartoon Network, I would sit and let that, you know, just let that play, because uh, it was good. It was good. That was something like kids could watch and adults could see too, and and see the humor in it, because um, it's cute. Um, Speaking of, we got Archer. Creator Adam Reed says season 10 will be the show's last. 
which yeah. is another surprising one. Like that one still kills it. Like yeah, people they, still love that. Yeah, they're what they're they finished. What was their last season? Season seven, I think, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. See, it's not something I watch. Yeah, I watched a few episodes and I was like, oh, I get it. I, I get why people like this. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. Meanwhile, um, they're still making new episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants. Are you kidding me? No. I thought that's been done with. No, no, God, no. So, like, new episodes are oh, coming yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. I feel like people only share stuff from so long ago. Well, because that was back when people watched it. Like, now it's their kids that watched it. And I mean, like, it, when when people are like, I grew up with this cartoon. Like, I, you know, that's a cartoon you watch with your kids because it's still on. Like Jesus, I had no idea that was still. Running. Oh yeah, yeah, it's still it's still actually doing new episodes. There, God, how long has that been? That is absolutely crazy. It's been what twelve years at least. Like, when was? It, but yeah, I mean they've. I was in high school when when that was on. But I mean, yeah, they do they do new episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Debuted. God, was it ninety nine? No way. Yeah, yeah way. I was in middle school at that time. Nineteen ninety nine. Holy crap! The show's been running for seventeen years. That's insane. See, see shows like that. I always thought were canceled after like five years, and then it just was like repeats, like Ren Simpy and and Rocco's Modern Life, and none of those had long. You know, they only lasted a few seasons, and then it was just on repeat. Right, because they did. They just they would play them forever. Yeah, and I mean, I imagine that's that's what Adventure Time will be. They'll still play Adventure Time. That that shit will be on. That will be playing forever. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same with Archer. I'm sure FX will keep that on some somewhere on wherever they keep you know play The Simpsons FXX or whatever it's called. Right. Um, which apparently they're doing like the whole marathon again. Yeah, they're 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 so, like, hey, we have to do The Simpsons again, right? Like every all day long. Hey, if you're a Simpsons fan, that's perfect. <laughs> you just sit and watch Simpsons all day. All right, because because they're not stopping. Like it's it's not like oh you know some marathons are like well we're gonna do this and we'll take a break. No, no, it's just every yeah. single Simpsons episode. Yeah, exactly. Which is just oh, insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got some Mythbuster news. Uh, Myth, Mythbusters The Search. Uh, Nerdist personality Kyle Hill announced as host for upcoming Science Channel series. Yeah, it's basically like, so you want to be the it's, – it's basically like America's next top Mythbusters, basically. What? So what happens when they find their Mythbusters? Then they start a new Mythbusters show. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So there you go. Um, yeah. So they're searching for a new Mythbusters. Um, that's that's interesting. Let's make a TV show out of <laughs> out of an interview, and then well, because we'll, we'll get money for it. Well, it I mean, sense. you know, because it's like a t- it's it's you know it's like an audition show. It's it's like the voice for Mythbusters. Right, it's, but I mean, there's there's the voice, but this show is going to end eventually. Mythbusters: The Search, right? It's going to end once they get their hosts. Uh, right, and because then it just becomes what, like Mythbusters: right. The Next Generation or something. 
Right, right. But the voice is going to just keep going because you can pump them into a uh, business where this is going to be a season or two. <laughs> you know, like this is going to be like where we find one or two hosts and then we're now the show. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, well, here you go. <laughs> yeah, like there's like there wasn't a Pawn Stars, the search and then Pawn Stars. It was, you know, it's just it happened, you know. Well, it's but, it's it's kind of just like having a planned spin-off basically. To me it sounds like they were like, "Hey, we have to search the globe for somebody. Let's use cameras and make money off of it, and then we'll have our show, so it's double the profit." And that's business. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that's awesome. I've never seen that before, and that's cool. Yeah. They're like, yep. So, um, I think we're running short on time, though. So, um, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we will finish up TV and get into some video games. All right. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we are uh, we got some more TV news left. Uh, we got uh, Freeform. Uh, network unveils 13 days of Halloween schedule, um, beginning October 19th. So Freeform is what it was ABC Family. Yeah, yeah. So we got the 13 days of Halloween schedule. So this is you know this is where you get like Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas and all that. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely be checking it out when that when that hits. Um, Hocus Pocus, one of the classics. Yes, indeed. Yep, absolutely. Um, do they have a list of what they're airing? They, yeah, they do. I just didn't really feel like typing all that. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, yeah. They're doing Toy Story, Nights of Terror, Pixar, yeah. Monsters, and for Christmas, Hunger Game, The Hunger Games. Well, I guess it's kind of scary. That's, Pretty that's... Little Liars, We Love You to Death, Freak Out, All New Special, um, Melissa and Joey, All New Halloween Special, Baby Daddy, All New Halloween Special, Freak Out. Uh, all new special um tim burton's corpse bride tim burton's night before christmas uh dark shadows network television premiere the adams family adams family values hocus pocus um hocus pocus uh paranorman oh paranorman that that's right that's that movie yeah uh and casper on the 27th and then freak out the 28th the 29th the adams family adam family values on the 30th dark shadows 31st beetlejuice Oh, there's cool. a good note to end on. I approve. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, cool, 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 cool. All right. We got um, some more t- news here. We got AMC Network releases annual Fear Fest marathon schedule starting October 18th. Yeah, and this is where, you know, it's going to be like on this day, we're going to do all the Halloween movies. On this day, we're doing some of, you know, pick another franchise. Like, Oh, I imagine they're going to do Friday the 13th and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yep. it's like Halloween. every Yeah, it's like every day is a different franchise pretty oh, much. Oh, there's a Resident Evil. Ugh. Oh, no, pass. There's yeah. a there's a Tremors one so I can get caught up. There you go, say. Amityville is always kind of interesting. Um uh Chucky double feature. Eh. Leprechaun. <laughs> they don't have Oh, Leprechaun 1 through 4, so the hood ones there. That one is always funny. Yeah. Um Predator double feature. Okay. Well, there's like four of them. They only got, I guess, two of them. Um, oh no, there's three. Three. Yeah. Which three. which one are they not doing? Are they not doing the new one, or are they not doing Predator Two? The new one. Okay. Fair enough. I like Predator Two. I think Pre- Predator Two's dope. Predator Two is definitely like an epitome of its time, for sure. I love it. Oh man, I, it's the thing at the end. Uh, that 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 
tied it up where it was like that was one of the first times in film franchises where I was like, oh fuck, this is in the alien world. Yeah. My mind melted. I thought, holy shit, these worlds are connected. You only see that in comic books back then. You only saw that in like when Steve Urkel walked into the full house set. Like that that only happened in special things. Right. <laughs> this it was it was cool. And then I, and then I heard rumblings of a terminator you know getting in the same universe and that never happened. It did in um, the comics. It did in the comics, it did in a video game I think. And so like stuff like that was cool but um Man, that would have been cool in the movies. Could you just Terminator imagine versus Predator? A, a, right, Alien vs Predator vs Skynet. Like, yeah, it would have been really cool, man. That, 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 that been... an all-out war. Yeah, yeah, and then the humans are just like, "Fuck, what do we <laughs> <Yeah>. do?" <laughs> like, make that movie, somebody. Make a big epic war movie with those, with those sides, those factions. Oh man, make a video game. Jesus, we're uh, make make an RTS out of that. That would be fucking awesome. Man, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's – imagine an RTS like that, like a StarCraft. That would be great. All right. Uh, yeah, Friday the 13th marathon and then, of course, the Halloween marathon, um, which is Halloween 1 through 6, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 2. Really? They're not doing – oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. They're skipping yeah. the, the first in in the Zombies duo. But, God, Halloween – I'm sorry. Halloween 2 was awful. Yeah, I never saw it. Oh, the the like I I I enjoyed Zombies remake. I you know I I'm not gonna argue which one was better because they're two completely different styles of horror movie. Um, mm-hmm. But 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 the sequel was definitely like the studio said they're gonna make it with mm-hmm. or without him, and he said, well, you know what, I might as well at least jump onto this. And but, like it's I it's just bad. Yeah. It's just a bad movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. All month long you're gonna get some horror from AMC. They know yep. how to do it. It's perfect. Um Um Real fast we'll jump one. Um speaking of AMC. Oh yeah. Frank uh no, you pronounce it Darabont. Darabont, yeah. Darabont, yeah. Former Walking Dead uh, showrunner updates lawsuits seeking two hundred and eighty million dollars in damages. What? I don't know where that figure comes from. Um, yeah, it, he sounds like Doctor Evil, just going. Did I say a million? <laughs> I meant a billion. Yeah. The, where do you get that? What, what? What damages did it do? I I don't I. I don't know how you put I man, I don't know. But I understand how... he wanted out. So uh and then he was like, "Oh yeah, but I didn't like I I wanted out for because they were awful and like I so I should have stayed, but it was bad and it, like I don't know. That whole thing is just a mess. It's right. just and a... then it turned into a juggernaut. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wait a second. Can I hop back on that train? Mm-hmm. I know. I'll sue. Man, watching The Mist, you're just, it's just it's, – it's the Walking Dead prequel. Yeah. Like it is just uh, – you can tell it got so much from him. Um, yeah, so who knows? We'll see. We'll pay attention see what's going on with that. One show I do want to catch up on is Fear the Walking Dead because I heard the last episode was fucking nuts. Really? That's what everyone's Facebook post was. And I was like, whoa, people still watch this? I dropped off when they were in the boat. I was like, eh. I, 
I mean, never, I never started this season. I never did. Yeah. The first part is a really rough. It's, it's like, okay, they're out at sea. This is really boring, but it makes sense. It's like, yeah, that, that's what you would do. Um, it's got pirates and stuff like that. So it seemed a little interesting, but I just had no urge to continue it. And then my buddy kept watching. He's like, it does suck for a lot of it, but he was like, right at the end though, it gets really good and it, it goes crazy. And I'm like, okay, well I like crazy. So yeah, well, so we'll see. A, they're stuck on a boat. They're stuck on a farm. They're stuck in season two. It seems like. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah, I think they're like, try to go to Mexico or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, all right. So that does it for TV news. We'll get in some video game news. Um, PlayStation Experience 2016 event to t- take place on December 3rd at 10 a.m. Uh, PST. So um, yeah, that's the uh, the showcase. That's the conference part of it, anyway. Now PlayStation Experience is going on tour, isn't it? I I well because part of it is is like the interactive it's like their own private little E3 kind of thing. So I I I think Oh, you know what it is? It's Road to Greatness. That's probably where I'll try the VR. I know it's coming to Orlando. Is it? Um it's it, yeah, it's going to be here the uh it's either the 15th or the 22nd. Um yeah, so it's either next weekend or the weekend after that. I'm going to it. Um, I know I got to get tickets, but yeah, you're gonna be able to like they're gonna show you video games and stuff like that. I'm meeting up with some of the people that are in the kind of funny Facebook group. Uh, nice. So yeah, should be fun. Meet up with some local people here that are all into the same thing, and um, I definitely want to try out VR for sure. And it's not coming within like a hundred miles of me. Ah, oh, that stinks. Yeah, it's only like certain cities. I just, yeah, I wish I knew the date. Um, <laughs> well, um, let me see. Uh, yes, I, okay. Yeah, November fifth. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm looking right at it, man. Oh, why did he tell me a different date? I don't know. Uh, hold on a second. Here, go ahead and take the next one while I pull this up. Yeah, because um, we got the uh, we got the PS Plus free games announced this month. Uh, PS4, you get uh, Transformers Devastation, which was I think Platinum Games worked on that, uh, and it got decent reviews. Uh, and the HD version of the Resident Evil remake, which is good, and if you don't have it, now you can get it for free, which is great. Uh, PS3 people get Mad Riders and From Dust, okay? Uh, and Vita people get uh, Code, Realize, Guardian of Rebirth, and Actual Sunlight, which oh. sa- which just kind of sounds like a cruel joke. It's like, if you have a Vita, you now get Actual Sunlight. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, that's yeah. just mean. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great lineup. By the way, okay, so I guess I was invited to something called Orlando IX-16. Okay. Um, which is showcasing digital's leading creators held on October 14th through the 16th, 2016, Orlando, Florida. Uh, it looks like they have, like, a bunch of games, and it looks very game-centric. Um, so, that should be cool. I don't nice. know. 
Yeah, I guess I was invited to that. So Full Sail, I guess, is going to be there. Nintendo, um, a bunch of other companies. Digital Brew. Yeah, it looks like a lot of indie companies. Very um, cool. So, yeah, that should be cool. That's what I was invited to. Okay, so I guess I'm going to that and whatever is in uh, November. So there we go. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> man, that lineup, I, I thought Resident Evil was pretty cool. And Transformers, I didn't play. I thought about buying it, but, hey, free Transformer game. Yeah, and I heard like I've heard I've heard decent things about it. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good. It's a fighter, and the Transformers look like you know what it did back in the day. So right, well, because I mean it's it's animated, like it's it's not right. like oh you know it's not like the the Cybertron series where it was like updated. It's like no no it's cartoony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that's yeah, a plus. Yeah. Yep, and Resident Evil HD. I never picked it up, so that would be cool. Oh, there you go then. Yep 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 yep. Um, let's see here. And I didn't, uh, beyond... I, I, oh, sorry, I didn't see an updated list of the Xbox games for gold, but, okay. uh, I do know one of them is, what is it? ATV motocross reflex or whatever, I think is the backwards compatible one. Um, and Assassin's Creed China hmm. is one of the, the Xbox one games. And I, cannot remember what the other one is okay it's hmm. uh, i don't know it was something it was something weird it was like oh that's something i've never heard of okay that's different yeah um the escapist sure um i think it says um yeah mega october 1st through the 31st is mega baseball and then the 16th through November 15th is the escapist. Yeah, Mega Baseball was it. <laughs> yep. Because I looked at that and I was like, wow, it looks like a cartoon version of, of NFL Blitz, but with baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, hey, man, some, some months PlayStation shits the bed. Some months F- Xbox does. Um, PlayStation, I thought, was a little weak last month. This month. Looks pretty good. Resident Evil, can't complain. Yeah. And a Transformers fighting game, like, for free games. Or, you know, I mean, it's it's awesome. You can't beat that. Um, let's see, we got uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, the game that just doesn't seem like it's ever going to come out. Um, <laughs> Ubisoft and game de- designer Michael Ansel uh, released artwork uh, teasing sequel to PS2 Classic. Yeah, they just posted that, that image and, like, kind of broke the video game side of the internet for a little while. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's I don't know, I never played the first one, so I don't have any. It's, it was a, it was a freebie on, uh, it was a free games game for gold uh, a couple months ago. For what system? For, for, uh, for Xbox. It was, oh, uh, Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. I, this is another one of those, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. Well, there you go. Um, we got Nidhogg 2, sequel coming 2017 to PC, console release possible. It's going to come to console. The PlayStation 1's fun. Have you ever played it? I, I, I bought it, yeah. Yeah, Nidhogg is great. It's it's a fun little, like, it's kind of like Joust with a purpose. This like, is the game that I play. Like, I'm going to have people over in a few weeks, um, and, like, they're going to be spending the night, and gonna it's going to be, like, four or five people. And this is the game where everyone kind of wakes up, hungover. I turn on the PlayStation, and this is what I let them play, and they just have fun. Yeah. This this and like sports with friends, where they have like, 
the big uh, jousting thing, and uh, it's just wacky. Like, this is the game where they just – I remember putting this on to people who never play video games. And the two girls just went back and forth, just like, nope, nope, I'm going to get to the – because it's so simple. You're just you're just hitting the button, jumping over them, and trying to turn around away. Um, it, it's one of those perfect kind of games that you can put on and just have fun with somebody for just a few minutes. You don't, you know, you don't have to sit there and go, well, okay, so here's the deal. You're, the setting is <laughs> – like you don't, have to, you don't have to figure any of that out. It's just like, here, have fun. Um, it's one right. of those perfect games. What's up? No, sorry, I was saying right. Oh, okay. Sorry, you were going in and out there. I apologize. Yeah, slight little um, audio blip, but we're good. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. But yeah, man, that that's one of those games you just put on and have fun with. Um, uh, I also have a. I want to. I want to pull out the um because I have like the the board game package or whatever it's called. Um, like Simon knows best or whatever the the you know the PlayStation one I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have those, and I was told by everyone, like, get that. That is great for, you know, the same situation I was talking about, where you're just kind of sitting around, you know, planning the – just hanging out with some friends that to pop that in with people who don't play games, um, and it's a ton of fun. Apparently, like, you just – you type in – you go to a website on your cell phone, and you put in the answers, and it has, like, a little – if you have a touchscreen phone, you know, you just tap A, B, C, or D, or whatever. You don't have to have a controller. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and everyone gets a play, you know. And I, I bought the it was like two board game packages when they were on sale for like twelve bucks total for all of them. And I was like, oh hell yeah, I feel like I got a really good deal. So I can't wait to start that. Um, we got uh, some news on um, Yokalele, uh, Shovel Knight to appear in the upcoming game. Yeah, they were like, hey, and by the way, guess who's going to be an NPC? It's like, sure, why not? It, he's in everything. Like, yeah, I'm surprised they got that, but that's awesome. Hell yeah. He's everywhere. He's even a little amiibo. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so that's cool. Um, you played Shovel Knight before, right? I did, yes. Oh, uh, okay. Did you play it on the PlayStation or did you play it on the 3DS? Uh, PlayStation. That's a game I think I own on PlayStation, 3DS, Vita, and PC. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I, I, I played it on the 3DS when I had my 3DS. Still have it, of course. But I remember when it came out on the Vita and the PlayStation 4, and it came together, and I was like, I got to get that. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I love that game. It's so much fun. Nice. Uh, um, let's see. We got some uh, – let's get into some comic news here. Um, DC Comics, company teaming with Boom Studios for Planet of the Apes Green Lantern crossover in 2017. Sure, why not? <laughs> that sounds like a ton of fun. I will buy that. Probably buy it whenever it comes out in uh, uh, trade. Yeah. Um, that sounds like something I'd like to sit down and just kind of blow blow through um, and read from front to back. But yeah, that sounds like a ton of fun. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um, Wildstorm, DC is reviving imprint uh, to be curated um, by Warren Ellis. Uh, to debut February 2017 with main monthly series The Wild Storm. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's I definitely because I, I know like I know they tried a Stormwatch series and I don't think it did that well with the New Fifty Two. So is it? Well, here's the thing. They put Wild Storm 
in DC Comics. Right. But so they're just they're now taking it out. I I that's what it sounds like. Cuz didn't they like I remember a lot of the characters being gelled into it. Yeah, like they did like after they bought after 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 they bought Wildstorm like they they it was a strange kind of like some of the books stayed separate but like eventually they all became absorbed into the DCU. Um, right. And you got to see, you know, like the grifter and all that stuff. That's the one but, that stood out because he was in the um he was in Flashpoint a lot. Flashpoint, yeah. Yeah. And uh but uh and then you know you got Stormwatch as part of the new 52 and everything and uh, mm-hmm. And, but then they were like, you know what, this this isn't working, and uh, yeah. so now they're gonna spin it off as its own imprint, which I think is is a smart play. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's cool. Um, awesome. We yeah. got. Um, you go ahead and take the next one here. Yeah. So uh, Rick Riordan, who's written the like the Percy Jackson series and a whole bunch of other stuff, mm-hmm. uh, there because now he's doing two books a year instead of just the one. Uh, he's doing one still grounded in like the, the Greco Roman myths. And now he's doing one for Norse myths and they've been doing so well that Disney is saying, look, we're, we're not going to have you under, uh, Hyperion publishing anymore. We're going to have your own kind of like offshoot publishing brand. Oh wow. And it's going to be, it's, it's, it's kind of like he's getting his own imprint in, in a sense himself. Because he's still going to do his two, and then other authors are going to come in and do, you know, like, oh, I want to do a book based on, on, you know, on Mayan mythology. I want to do a book based on, 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 on Japanese mythology. Okay, well then they're all going to be under under this imprint. Kind Ooh, of thing. Japanese would be cool. I I would love to see them tackle like some of the more because there's there's a depth to a lot of these. I mean, you you know, you have. You have like a lot of the Polynesian stuff, you know, Mesoamerican, even even Native American mythology. Definitely, like Absolutely. there's there is just an absolute wealth of untapped material out there, and I think this is a great way to do it. Yeah, that that would be awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's cool. Um, man, he pumps out two books a year. Look at look at. Patrick Rothfuss and freaking George R. R. Martin can't <laughs> like how many years later are we gonna get one? Yeah, oh. Different different writers write at different paces. No, I know, I know. I'm not complaining. It's just oh come on now. <laughs> I'm actually going through um uh the um Oh man, why did my mind just you're, go you're going you're going through the whole uh Song of Ice and Fire series, aren't you? No, 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 no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. That seems like too much. <laughs> it's, it's, they're dense, man. They are, they are dense. Yeah. No, I, um, uh, right now I went through Name of the Wind. I'm going through The Wise Man's Fear. There you go. Uh, yeah, just started it last night, so um, it's been it's been a while <laughs> since I remember reading it. Wise, Wise um, Man's Fear is still my favorite audiobook ever. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yep, absolutely. Um, man, I just uh, when is that sequel gonna come? But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, we got some reviews here. So where do we want to start, man? Uh, well, we kind of we kind of went through Luke Cage already. 
Okay, so yeah, um, what episode did you get to? Uh, six. I got done. I got done with 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 six. Okay, seven's good. Seven's a great episode. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I thought the first. Yeah, I I love it. I the beginning of it, especially just getting to know that world and getting to know those characters and i love that it's its own little section of new york city it feels so much different than of course um uh the hell's kitchen you know just totally different vibe totally different people um i thought it was great um for that part uh i kind of wish i think we got spoiled with jessica jones where luke cage comes in and they team up and they're kicking ass and then we get spoiled even more with daredevil with Electra and the Punisher and where Luke Cage it's like I want those people like I want extra people to come in and you know team up a little bit yeah. and it just it did it wasn't like that um uh not to say characters don't come in uh but it's not it's not the same if that makes sense I thought that that kind of stunk you know um and I don't know. It, I, I just wanted a little bit more, if that makes sense. And I, I just thought going into the second part of it, and you, you'll see it. I, I mean, you, you'll see. I think you'll see what I'm talking about, where it's like, okay, I just I thought the first half was super strong, and then the second part was like, maybe we didn't need that. It felt like they already told their story, and now they're just giving you more. Right. Yeah. yeah. I can. I can, yeah. I can see how that would be. Like it, like I can see where going forward it's like oh you lose a little bit of that personalness to it, right? Because right. that first yeah. I mean that first half is all personal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's just you know uh, I don't I don't it's not going to spoil it. You know you you know certain characters are not going to be in there, right? Right. Right. I wish that they were. I thought it would have been a perfect way to introduce certain characters uh, to in the second part of the season. And then then, of course, they can go on and be in their own show later on. But it would have it would have helped, I think, tremendously to uh, to ignite a little bit more of a fire, just like how Daredevil did when the Punisher story was over. There was Elektra and it was like, OK, I'm getting a second wind. I felt like whew, we just had such a great first part of the season. Uh, where's my second win? And it never came. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, I, I, I'm probably looking into it too much, but um, I definitely loved it. It's fantastic. Everyone should go out and watch it. Of course. Um, Apparently everyone just... did. <laughs> yeah. It crashed it in the middle of me watching it. I thought I was like, did my Netflix account break or every other website's working, but Netflix. <laughs> yeah. It turns out they, br- they broke Netflix in parts of the U S UK and Ireland. Yeah, man, it's it was a good show. It's definitely definitely a must watch if you have Netflix. Um, here, I, real fast, I want to talk about. Well, we only have a few minutes for this one, um, and I kind of wanted to talk about like three or four things at once. Uh, what uh, what's real fast that we could talk about? Uh, we can talk about interrogation real fast. Okay, what's that? Uh, interrogation is a film about it's it's. It's you have the the FBI who catches his criminal and he has this elaborate plan all over. I forget what city they're in. Uh, And so, you know, you have the hero FBI guy, Edge, because this is a WWE Studios film. Uh, And his team, who's composed of like two people I don't know and Lana, who is sans accent. Uh, and, And I'll say this. 
for a WWE Studios film, it's not bad. Well, there you go. And that's like some really high praise, really. Cause we'll put we'll put that on the back of the DVD. It, yeah, it's right. It's not bad. <laughs> like like if you were to just watch this, like if you didn't know for some reason that this was a WWE Studios film, you would look at it. You'd be like, "Well, that wasn't really great. Like it it's not terrible, but it's 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 completely forgettable. But it's not it's not awful." But, when I see those kind of movies, I it, it to me it looks like. Is that a TV show on USA or like a made-for-TV movie on USA? They always it's look like that. Exactly. That's exa- as the absolute best way to put it. Yeah, it does. It's like, is that like a Flashpoint TV show? Like, what is right. that? It's just always <laughs> the back of my head. What is it? And that's what it looked like. So, okay, yeah. that's cool. Hey, it's not that. It, for the WWE, it's not that bad. And that's That can't be, that yeah. can't be a bad thing. And it's, so. and it's, you know, you look at it and as you're watching it, you're like, oh, okay. I can see exactly where this is going, but it's still kind of a fun ride. Uh, right. So it's not, you know, I mean, it's definitely a five out of ten. But like for for a WWE Studios film, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. What else, what else? What other movies do they have cooking up? Oh my god, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't pay any attention because they do so many that I don't care about. Marine Five, yeah. 2017, and Surfs Up Two, uh, Wave Mania. Oh my God, they're doing a sequel to Surfs Up. Why? <laughs> I never saw the first one. Why? Like the first one was like, oh hey, we're trying to do like the cash in on animated stuff, like Happy Feet, and so we're doing Surfs Up. Oh yeah, I did. I saw that one. Yeah. This one is completely WWE. Like, it has Vince McMahon in it. It has Triple H. It has The Undertaker. It has Paige. It has John Cena. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. If you go look at the cast, it's Paul Levis. It's Mark Calloway. It's Sarah Jade Beavis. It's Vince McMahon. Uh, and <laughs> but, not yeah. to this, – this, of course, notwithstanding all of their, their Scooby-Doo movies that they're doing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh... Amen. You know, Surf's Up 2 might be good. Kids might love that. Um, yeah, that sure. might be that might be actually where they make a lot more money because to the naked eye, Surf's Up 2, I wouldn't know its wrestlers. Well, I guess I would. That's The Undertaker as a, as a, as a penguin. Right. <laughs> like, well, you he know, straight up has an Undertaker hat on. <laughs> when, when you have a franchise with that kind of pedigree, how can you go wrong? Uh, there you go. I mean, the Triple H. Oh, God. Go look at the IMDb. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Oh, uh, man. All right. Uh, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back, and we'll talk more about reviews. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And um, I guess I'll get into the other things I watch on Netflix this weekend. After Luke Cage, I was a little disappointed by the end of it. I was like, okay, I need something to wet my palate, something to – or not wet, sorry, clear my palate. Um, something just different. And so I started watching documentaries. And I went down that rabbit hole. Um, I started with one called Audrey and Daisy. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it, but refresh my memory. Well, it's um, a very serious subject. It's basically about uh, the rape of these two girls. Uh, One was 15, one was 14. Um, And after the assaults, basically the families of these girls were just subjected to abuse and cyberbullying. To the point where actually one of them committed suicide. Um, 
And so you kind of hear her story, what happened, what happened at that party, what, how it all went down. And then you hear the story of the other girl and more details, of course, because then there's a there's a court case. And I mean, it goes deep. And one of them, um, basically one of the, the boys and of course, the, the kids who did the raping were all star athletes. So they all got a slap on the wrist. One of them was the son of a state representative, a grandson. And so, of course, it's just infuriating. Like, you you, you know, they're, the, the video of what they did, they recorded it. Somehow in police, when the police sent it off to have it uh, analyzed and all this other stuff, the video disappeared. Stuff like that. Just yeah. infuriating incompetence to such a degree. And, you know... <clears throat> And you see how the town reacted and their hashtags and what they said online about them, how they were just trying to ruin the football team and the, the basketball team. It was just – it is absolutely terrible, but at the same time, it is – it's something that I think everyone should watch, especially kids in high school because, you know, we I think we had it different back in the day where the bullying, you know, and not just bullying but like everything that – all the drama that happened to school – was left there and you got, you were able to go home. You're able to decompress. You're able to kind of live your life for a little bit and then go back to school and then deal with whatever drama and BS that was there. But at least you had a little bit of a break. I know we had AOL and messenger and stuff, but not like it is today where it was just it, ever it's 24 seven with Facebook, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it is a really sad documentary, but it, it definitely, um, god like it's just it, it's it's definitely a warning for people to just be careful um like just people are assholes and the, the, and that's that's basically i don't know but that was one of them um and then i started watching amanda knox oh, how is it it is really good um you know she opens it up saying like i'm either the scariest person on the planet or the psychopath or whatever or i'm you i'm one or the other I'm either someone who was crazy and murdered someone and got away with it, or I'm you. I'm someone who fucked up and got in in a very shitty situation. Um, and she was in yeah, she was in jail for like four years. And if you're not aware of the Amanda Knox story, she um, uh, she was a student. She was an American who went overseas. Um, she was in her early 20s. She must have been like 20 years old. Uh, she met a guy. And like literally a day or two or five, maybe maybe the same week, uh, her roommate ended up murdered in her apartment. Um, and it looks like a break in and the DNA is all over the place. The investigation is totally botched. Like they don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. Um, and it was I mean, if you've been around in the world the last what, however many years it's been um, since 2007. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you've heard of this story or maybe you just heard it in the news. Maybe you just don't watch the news that much, but it's that it's the entire story told by not only Amanda Knox, but by the investigators and everyone around the situation. So it does make you swing back and forth. Did she do it? Did she not do it? Could she have done it? Why is she, why did she lie about this? But then on the other hand, there's the DNA evidence is just, they, they, this went to the Supreme court in Italy. Yeah. You know, and it, they, they felt embarrassed too, because they were like, Americans, what do they know? They were, I think, one of the the investigator goes, they were drawing 
buffaloes in in caverns while we were having democracy or whatever they were saying and i was just like oh what a fucking jerk like they felt insulted but when the when the you know when it when it goes to a different court and they're like no we plead to have someone else outside of this city investigate what they've done and they're like oh well, they fucked up everything like they're just walking in the house willy-nilly not changing their you know dna stuff like they're finding stuff from you know 90 days later saying well it's evidence and it, it's just it is i don't know it's an interesting documentary um and i mean it, this is spoiler alert she was uh acquitted her and the, her and uh, her boyfriend at that time so she lives in seattle now and how do you live a life when everyone thinks you're a crazy person everyone thinks you're a psycho um not everyone but you know what i mean like there's that stigma now for the rest of your life and you you're you were in prison in italy for four years ah it's, it was just it's it's crazy but it's a good documentary two other ones i watched and oh, these ones weren't as compelling as the last one last two uh, holy hell have you ever heard of it no i haven't Holy hell. The inside look at a West Hollywood cult formed by a charismatic teacher in the 1980s that eventually imploded. Uh, it's still around to this day. Like the documentary takes you – basically the documentary is about a guy who got into it and you know, he, he tries to tell you the tale of how he somehow got sucked into a cult when everyone there – the whole point of it was they called it an anti-cult. But yet you slowly realize it gets into – what are all cults about? It's about power. It's about, you know, a narcissist. And you end up finding out that it's about the cult leader wanting to fuck young boys, pretty much. Um, it's, it's terrible. It's disgusting. But it's this interesting look into how a normal person could get sucked into that world. And it's called Holy Hell. Uh, so if you... I've always thought cults are weird and like how could someone how could someone get sucked into that? This is a documentary following the people because the guy who's narrating, the guy who created it, one Sundance, um, is the guy who was kind of the cameraman for the cult. He was the guy who did the films and made the propaganda. And you slowly see them and then he interviews all of the people he knew from it who have now out of it and they have lives. And obviously a lot of them, especially the males, feel that their masculinity was taken from them and stuff like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, like their, their innocence, of course. Um, and, oh, it's just, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's interesting. Um, that's another one. And then for the last one that I saw, um, was called I'll sleep when I die. Or I'm sleep when I'm dead. And it's a documentary about Steve Aoki. Now I know if you're not into Steve Aoki or EDM music, you're probably going, I don't want to know anything about that. This was super fucking interesting. He's apparently he has the world's records for the most tours, for the most traveled musician on the planet. I think he did 300 shows last year. He averages 300 shows a year, which is insane. And not just like stateside, but globally. Oh, globally. You you and you, you, like you you get into his family history. He's this. His father was the guy who created Benihana. So you get into that territory where him and his dad had a really weird relationship, uh, a bad one. You know, um, he still doesn't have the, he's, he and the thing is, he never got famous for his father. He never had a dime. He actually his father's um, money. He doesn't touch until he's 45 years old for like 
So he's got like five years until he even sees a dime of his family's inheritance. Um, he did everything himself. He started in the L.A. scene. He got a, he got a loan because he met the guys from Good Charlotte. Like it's some it's a weird, <laughs> crazy and hide from the 70s show. Yeah, no joke. No, like it is the craziest, weirdest story of how he went from um, not knowing what he wanted to do with his life. He was picked on in high school. You know, they, they called him all sorts of names and stuff like that. And he didn't know what he wanted to do. He wanted to be a musician. He was into screamo. Um, but he's just suddenly get it into the LA scene with the DJs and stuff. And he, and, and his worth, his work ethic, he says he takes a lot from the Japanese and his, and his family. And you can tell obviously with that many shows that much to plan out that much to do. The man doesn't stop. And he, of course he gets into the talking about his, one of his best friend, I, his, his name was DJ AM, Adam Goldberg yeah. died of an overdose and he quit drinking after that. He's completely sober. He's straight edge and it goes down that path. And he, he, it's just, it's a really interesting documentary. And that's one of those where even if you're not into it, it's a really cool thing to watch because you're just like, Oh wow. And, and it's not even about the festivals and stuff that he does. It's just his story and his life and i thought it was really cool so yeah man yeah so the you know after luke cage you have a lot of tons you have a lot of stuff you can watch those are also super interesting i spent like a day or two just like this is really interesting i want to i want to watch another one i just kind of jumped from documentary to documentary yeah um, i did, I did but yeah a, man i did a couple netflix originals while yeah, i was yeah. at it um i did uh sticking with documentaries i did uh, what was it winter on fire Oh, what's that about? I uh, it was that was the the revolution in the Ukraine a couple of years oh, ago. I gotta write that down. And it's and I mean and it's you know it's it's filmed as it happens and it's it, you know for most of it it's okay. There was a protest and you know the police it, you know first of all they just corralled people and then they just beat people and then the and then the people basically just kind of took over a town and they were like okay well what do we do for three months? And they oh, wow. like organized and they made it like this little community. It was great. And then when it all went downhill, man, it went fast. Oh, wow. And it, and it became, you know, it was like, okay, now we're going to march on the Capitol building and the police decided we're not going to use rubber bullets anymore. And it's, oh. and I mean, it's, it gets, it's, it's tough to watch. And it's called winter on fire. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. I know they got some other ones. I know they have What Happened, Miss Simone. Um, they have one called like Hot Girls Wanted, which is about like getting into the porn industry. Um, Tony Robbins apparently has a good one on there called like I Am Not Your Guru. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just – Netflix just like that, constantly popping out good stuff. They're, they have so many documentaries and so many good documentaries. Like the actual – the best ones are – you know, I mean they have like a whole library of documentaries. But the best ones are like the, the made-by-Netflix documentaries or at least the, the, the sold-to-Netflix documentaries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Now, we didn't talk about it because we weren't in last week. Did you see the trailer for The Crown? I did. That looks good. Yes, yes. I see. Oh man, that's what I want to see. I, 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 I was talking about a while ago. Like I love period pieces, um, and that period. Like I, I don't know that much about the queen. Honestly, I don't know much about her history. It's just not anything I've, I was ever interested in. 
Um, I only know like the Princess Diane type stuff, you know, that kind of stuff, but I don't know her. So like, I am so wanting to watch that. Right. Um, And you figure she's been queen for what? 60 some years, 70 some years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I loved the trailer. She was like, just Elizabeth. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, and like how, uh, I guess queen George, like your, this is your job. Your job is to please her and to be her husband now. Um, I thought that was like, I don't know. I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this all was around the same time when I saw Luke Cage, saw the documentary, saw that. And I was like, man, I don't think, I honestly think Netflix has surpassed HBO tenfold. And now HBO definitely has some great stuff, but not to this caliber. I don't think. I, I, uh... At the it, moment, I, I mean, over time, yes, HBO has some the wire and everything else, right? And Sopranos. But I mean, at the moment, like going on at the same time, they I don't, I've never seen a network do this. Fair, fair enough. That's that's fair enough. That, that's what I mean. I, I mean, overall, HBO, yes, I mean, they changed everything, they changed the game entirely, and their library is just enormous. But I mean, going on at the same time, all of these. Uh, Marvel shows, all of these documentaries, all of these original movies, all of these original shows. I don't think I've ever seen anything on this level. Um, it's insane. Uh, it, it's it's literally I've never seen anything like this. Um, uh, but don't get me wrong, HBO. Like we'll we'll get into it. Not, not we don't have that much time in this segment, but we definitely want to talk about Westworld. Or do we? Do you want to talk about it real fast? Uh, I'll go. Let me go ahead and talk about uh, the other Netflix thing that I saw real quick. Okay. So I'll only take a minute. Uh, it was called Ark, A R Q, A R Q, and okay. it's 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 Robbie Amell, and and some people who I don't remember, and it's like if you took Groundhog Day and Looper, and like all that kind of repetitive time travel dystopian stuff and you threw it all in a blender it's Mm. interesting and it's not just because he's like oh I'm living the same day over and over again it's it's the subtle changes are really neat and of course the the biggest change and it's not it's not a huge spoiler because it happens like 10 minutes in is you know it's because it starts when he wakes up and then it goes for a few hours and then you know oh he wakes up again and then you come to a point not too long in the movie where he wakes up and he's like, oh, my God, what's going on? He's, he's trying to figure it out. Right. And then the girl he's with wakes up in the same manner mm. because now all of a sudden she starts remembering. Oh, wow. And so it kind of adds in that extra layer. And I, I, there, there are a couple ends in there that, that are either like they were like, oh, they did this for for I don't know why. But uh, but overall, it's like, well, that was, you know, it's like 80 minutes and it's it's an interesting little like set in an apartment kind of it's got kind of a dread feel to it in that sense. Oh, cool. But it's not, you know, if you've, if you've got if you've got an hour and a half to kill, you know, make a yeah. sandwich and then watch this and you're all set. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, man, they're even their like studio made movies don't feel like TV movies. They feel like actual like that could have came out in the theater and now it's on dvd right yeah so that's man but hey we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we'll get into the flash wwe westworld we'll be back again you're listening to we geek podcast on the end.fm see you guys in a minute 
Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and let's just jump into it, man. How did you think of Westworld? It was interesting. Um, I, it wasn't what I was expecting. Really? I don't, I don't know what I was expecting from the trailer, but like that wasn't, I don't know, like that was not what I was anticipating. Yeah, I don't know what I was what I was gonna expect, but what I got, dude, I have not been this more interested in a pilot and a show since Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's, and I know it's, that's cliche I, to say, <laughs> but it's um, it's fascinating. It, it, it really re- is. It really is. Um, my new favorite show since before I saw this was Atlanta. I think Atlanta's fantastic. Shout out to Atlanta. Go go watch Atlanta, people. Jesus Christ. Go watch it now. Um, but Westworld, it is it is Jurassic Park with androids. It is this amusement park with these robot things, but they're not really robots. They're literally created. And what's crazy is they're created by robots. But the, the, these mad scientists have created these androids in a world – and people go and pay money to kind of live out whatever, uh, to fuck them, to shoot them, to kill them, and you know, and some things are going wrong. I mean, did did you get that vibe? It felt like Jurassic Park. Oh yeah. Oh, instantly as soon as they're like, okay, we've created this thing. Oh, and here's a problem. It's like it, that was exactly my first thought. It was like, damn it, Nedley, yeah. what did you do now? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and the talent in it is so good. I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head. Um, like who's the main doctor? Um, I I should know, but I don't. I don't either. Of course, it's got Anthony Hopkins. Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright, that's it. Thank uh, you. Fantastic actor. Um, he, he's just, you know, he's just the scientist who's like knows everything, but obviously doesn't. And I loved it. You know, and this gets a little bit of spoiler territory. So heads up, if you haven't seen Westworld, just ignore the next few minutes when and it's not that big of a spoiler but towards the end when the dad um android that was my favorite part of the whole the whole episode yeah and the, the that acting in, the, in those few minutes and um and how he was like this is totally off script we are beyond a glitch here we are what do you say we are miles beyond a glitch um yeah but I, dude, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to find out what happens. Um, I want to know who that black guy, the guy all in black, what, what's his deal, dude. I just, this, it's so interesting to me. I want to see the X episode now. Like, I went to try to talk to people about it, and no one saw it. I hate when these shows starts. I feel like me and you are right there. We're yeah. in on it, ground floor. Everyone else waits a fucking year, and then suddenly they're obsessed with it. I gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I know we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Anything else you want to say about it? I just I can't wait to see where this goes next. And I loved like the last five seconds. Yes, because that was just so ridiculously fascinating. Yeah. Oh my god, it was. It's just so good. It's so good. I, I can't wait to see more of this and see what happens. And that line of just. You know, just they're playing God. It's, it's Jurassic Park, and fuck, man, I, I couldn't be more excited. I remember talking to my friend about last because I did talk to one person, and he was <laughs> like, "Dude, you're right. It's Jurassic Park," and he got so much more excited thinking about a park where things just go haywire. For some reason, he didn't get that, and he was just like, "Oh my God, like that's such an awesome concept." I'm like, yeah. "Yes, yes, I can't wait." <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Okay, so what else we got here? <clears throat> we we want to talk about Flash. I uh, sure. Um strong premiere 
Yeah, um, I I was a little disappointed, honestly. It was it was kind of underwhelming, but I mean, you know, they couldn't. There there wasn't a whole lot they could do. Like, and I think you and I probably like anybody who's familiar with the Flashpoint storyline. There was, you know, we didn't know what to expect because it obviously wasn't going to be what it was in the comics. Oh yeah, no way in hell. <laughs> but there was, yeah. I you know, it worked within the confines of the show. It just kind of without immediately seeing the final repercussions of all this back and forth in time, it, it felt a little open-ended, like it felt unfinished. Yes. Um, and I mean, granted, you know, again, spoilers, of course, um, I, I'm curious to see what happened with Iris, but at the same time, I hate this. And I, I spoke about this at the end of the last season. I'm tired of them dangling the relationship in front of us. And finally, when he gets the girl, they yank her away again. And it's it's such an old done trope. They just need to do away with it. Um, and, and that's how this opened up. And I thought, fuck, here we are. One step forward, two steps back. And then by the end of the episode, I don't even know where what the fuck's up with her. <laughs> so it's it's you know, I'm interested to see how the world's changed. Of course, enough. This is how like this is how Supergirl is brought into the world and stuff like that. So um it was it was important for it to happen. It, it makes sense for it to happen, but I I kind of felt like God, not again. You know? Yeah, that's a fair point. And you know, I I I, I want to see Cisco back to normal in the next episode. Yeah. That sort of thing. Like I, I want the characters <laughs> back. Kind of. I'm glad that this only lasted an episode and not six. That would right. have been I would have been furious because we've done this like three or four times. Yeah, that it would have been way too long. Yeah, I'm kind of let's stick let's stay away from the multiverse for just a moment and let's you know throw in Gorilla Grodd and give me some drama and uh just I don't know don't dangle their relationship back again that's just we we I feel like we've done that too many times yeah um okay yeah anything else you want to say about it no no I think that pretty much right. covers that you want to talk about wrestling Forza uh Forza is like an upgraded version of Horizon Two which is awesome. It's exactly what you'd want. Um, the The changes aren't major, like they're I at least none that I've noticed. I mean, you know, they have the i they have like you can create your own events at some points, which is fun. Uh, you can recruit people into your your crew instead of just you know like oh I'm just racing random people on the street for no reason. But it's like oh, oh okay. if you so you can create little gangs uh, yeah pretty much. Uh, extra little drive avatars to to earn credits for you and stuff. So it's like that's pretty cool. Uh, you know the cars are fun. The map is fun. Like you know it's it's exactly what you'd want if that's what right. if if you're like oh I really liked Horizon Two. I hope they just like take this and make it a little better. That's what you get. Cool, awesome. There you go. Well, hey, we only got a few minutes left. Let's let's get into wrestling. Where uh, do you start? Yeah, Bound for Glory happened. I didn't uh, see it. That's that's news by itself. Uh, the uh, the match between Moose and the Miracle was good. Uh, I like Moose. I have a lot of fun with Moose. He's good in WCPW. Um, the opening match between uh, DJZ and whoever else it was, I wasn't paying that much attention to names, for the X Division Championship was really good. Um, the women's match was good. Maria and Gail Kim... Um, Gail Kim, when she left WWE, that was a huge loss for them because mm-hmm. she's been awesome. Um, and the, I'm sorry, I love the Great War. I loved it. I love everything that's going on with the Broken Hardies. I really do. 
and that's that's something that's either like hit or miss. But I just I I love it. I absolutely adore it. And I didn't hope he it, bring his son out or something? He yeah, like he like he like dedicated the victory to his son and everything. It's like, oh, oh it was cool. cute. Yeah. But it's it was it was an interesting like it starts off as a match and then they brawl to the back and it's like oh these are clearly pre-taped, edited segments, and then right. it came back to and now we're gonna finish brawling back inside and everything. Right, right, and makes I, sense. I, I like now. It. It's fun. Apparently, the show wasn't like almost didn't happen, but someone came in and paid for it or something. And we're not sure who. Could it be Unbroken Matt Hardy? I <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't can, can, can be Vince McMahon. It was me all along. No, it was, it was me all along, Dixie. No, I don't. Right, I don't right. think so. No, that's the interesting thing. Eventually, WWE will buy TNA. It may not be next week. It may not be next year. But it's like with WCW. It's the same slow downward death spiral. And and eventually, WWE will buy them out. It's just a matter of when. That's it all. sucks because you want a place for indies to go to. And I guess there's just be, what, Ring of Honor and there's what's Ring going of... on over in England. Uh, there's, I mean, those are kind of the two biggest ones that... that uh, I mean, or you're there's... not going to get stabbed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, in Japan. I mean, I'm and sure to... people go to Japan. Well, and you've got Mexico, too. You've got AAA. You've got, uh, was it CMLL? You know, there there are a good handful of places. And there are plenty of American indies, too, aside from, from just Ring of Honor. Right. But, I mean, Ring of Honor's the big one, I think. Right. Yeah. Ring of Honor's definitely, like, the king of the indie scene. But, so uh, what about WWE? I thought Raw was pretty lame. It was. It felt like last week. Raw was boring except for the end. Uh, that that title main event was awesome. Oh yes, yes, yes. The women's yes, and the title change. I thought that was fantastic. Yes, and Charlotte's court. She she got tired of just doing a moonsault, so now she's doing a corkscrew moonsault off the top. I mean, Jeez. that's insane, and it's and it's gorgeous. The technique on that is incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. and 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 Jericho and Owens. Just I would watch them for an hour. Just put mm-hmm. the two of them anywhere for an hour. Get them away from Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson, who had no business being there, and ruined that entire segment. And it wouldn't shut up on commentary. He said you couldn't. Or my favorite part was when Xavier was like, "You look like you haven't jumped over anything." That was great. The, the, that segment. They need to just keep their thing. Yeah. Um. And and the end. That was great. Yeah. Right. And, I love I, Jericho and Owens are a perfect pair. They absolutely are. And here's, just... here's, here's my problem with these two shows, though, because I felt like we have been doing the same thing since the brand split. There hasn't been any new rivalries. There hasn't been any... It's literally the same people versus the same people every week. Same with SmackDown, honestly. It's the same thing. Well, we're, um, we're going to get a shakeup because we've got No Mercy on Sunday, after which John Cena is leaving the company for a while to do his new – the next season of his reality show. So, so he's not going to win the titles. I right. think AJ probably keeps it. AJ retains. Um, yeah. And then whatever else is going on. I hope Ziggler, I hope Ziggler loses because I'm tired what of Dolph you, Ziggler. I hope he loses you, and he has to retire. Uh, what do you think he's going to leave in the ring this time? Like a shorts? I, 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 <laughs> That'd be funny if he just takes his pants off and leaves him in the middle of the ring so dramatically. I'll tell you what, it'd be the most interesting thing he's ever done, and I think people would cheer the hell out of it. I really do. Everyone would laugh and cheer, and then suddenly next week of AJ Styles and jean shorts. <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh, that would happen in TNA. 
would it, happen, it, it would, yeah. A Jorts Styles. Yeah, that'll work. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to New, No Mercy. I'm loving this this you know, every two weeks we got a uh got a main event, um or a pay per view or whatever right? you want to call it. But we're running out of time. We're out of here this week. Uh, again, make sure you go to our Facebook group, uh, like it, share it, comment on it. Um, go to our iTunes and uh, give us some comments, um, some stars. Go to our Twitter at We Geek Podcast at the Logan Wit at Adam Estep. Um, and that's it. We will see you guys next week, Captain. Captain. Captain.